It's April 22nd, 2016, and 6.87 is never coming. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Emily Dalton. And I am the hero of the storm! And this is Bottle Crow, a Dota 2 podcast. This is what you've done to us, Ice Frog. <laughs> we have been playing other MOBAs to and a certain stepping extent. stepping out on Dota. Yeah, and not like... We're still playing Dota, and I still like Dota the best. Dota I still is like the Dota best the best. By a mile. That's part of the takeaway. <laughs> um, so we have played some League of Legends and Heroes of the Storm. Um, Emily wasn't experienced with either of them, and uh, we wanted to, you know, take a look. And uh, you know, I got my start with with League of Legends, um, and Heroes of the Storm is a thing. And so I was like, oh, here's here's where I got my start. This is League of Legends. And also, here's Hero of the Storm. And it's fun to play with friends, right? Mm-hmm. Next up, Smite. No. I played Smite. <laughs> I have played Smite. It's really bad. Um, so, let's start with League of Legends, because I think your sh- your thoughts there will be shorter. Uh, well, see, that's... Like, in a way, they come better after Heroes of the Storm, because League of Legends is the one that it's like, this doesn't... This, there's nothing about this this is good for me, you know? Like, Dota is good and complicated, and I like it the best by a mile. Heroes of the Storm, I think I told you, Colin, is like, it's like the threes of MOBAs, right? I've got half an hour, I don't want to have to pay a ton of attention, let's just fuck around and blow some shit up with other people. That's Heroes mm-hmm. of the Storm. League of Legends takes as long as Dota, and I care as little as with Heroes of the Storm. It is the worst. What do you think about League of Legends? I... I think it has some things with, like, hero design and stuff, and also a little bit with, like, the jungle and neutral creeps that I think are interesting ideas. Um, you know, I've, I've been outspoken about the fact that I think its lack of mobility is a big problem. Mm. That I, I think one thing that you observed, the lack of, like, starting game objective is really weird. Like, I mean, I guess once upon a time we didn't have the bounty runes spawning at the zero second mark, right? But even but, without those, like, I played a game this week where it was, like, as soon as we spawn in, like, let's all just run into the... Fuck the runes. We're going into the jungle. We got a, we got a gank. We got first blood. You know? Like, there's shit to do. I mean, you can do that in League of Legends. Do people? In pro games. Ah. And probably in higher level games. I don't know. I, I've only ever seen Scrub tier, right? Yeah. But, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. The other thing is it's a thing similar between League of Legends and Heroes of the Storm, which is that team fights are really... It's like a party bus slowly crossing down the street, <laughs> right? Like, n- nothing's happening very fast. There's just this There's this bus moving, which is the fight, the center of the fight, and people swirl in and out of it and sometimes die. See, i had been going to say that it's like fruit salad, and it's like you start out with a few fruits, and then you're like... Fuck it, I got some raisins in here, and you just keep throwing shit in there, and it's a big mess, but it's kind of a hoot. I think it's kind of a hoot. I just, I like, the low level of mobility often really makes it kind of a, a bummer for me. Because hmm. I feel like if you if you are one of the people who starts the party bus, right? If you're one of the, one of the first things added to the fruit salad, there's just no way you're getting out. You're a dead Unless, banana. You're a dead banana. And, you know, obviously there are times that people get out, but, like, you know, by and large, you're stuck in there until one side has won. And it just, it feels kind of stiff to me in that way. Like, when people talk about death ball strategies in Dota, 
they don't mean like you get stuck in a ball until you're dead. <laughs> yeah. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit like a, a bathtub with the plug out, and all the bath toys are just circling the drain, and there's no escape. Yeah, I'm the it's... metaphor queen this evening. Welcome to metaphor. <laughs> so, like, you didn't, you personally didn't find anything really redemptive about League of Legends. It seems like there are heroes doing things that neither other game has. Um, that's interesting. I well, I think I told you we have to do. For Scanline, we tried to record an evening of, of dump Emily into League, and uh, the recording there was a technical problem, so we're gonna have to do it again. And I said, let's just pick somebody who's like nothing like the other heroes. I will eat shit, and that's fine. But like, how about I don't know that purple guy who gargles with that cleaver, you know? <clears throat> and apparently he's not that different. But I don't know. That's yeah. I I believe you about the hero design, but other than that. No, it looks terrible, and it's slower than Dota, but it, yeah. No. Hmm. How about you? I mean, are there things that you love about it aside from hero design? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, both Heroes of the Storm, though Heroes of the Storm, it isn't as prominent, but both Heroes of the Storm and uh, League of Legends, I really hate their cosmetic design. Yes, so um, much. And also, I hate the skins, the way the skins completely change the character. Like, well, that's what I meant by cosmetic design. Okay. Well, I thought I mean, maybe like, you meant the initial design. Or the way League looks like... I know it's the one that came up with the look, but I still hate the look. That's so free-to-play look. It's just gross. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. And I, like... I think there are things about it that are... Redempt- like, there are characters that I think look good. I hate to harp on it, but I really think Poppy looks good in that game, for instance. Yeah, well, and so the best game that we had, you played Poppy and I played... Heimerdinger? I was going to say, I want to say Heidegger. I played Heidegger. Um, and we both did, like, that was the greatest level of success that I experienced. And, like, I hate that there are, what did I call them, pixie hobbits? Like, that's gross to me. I hated the voice work on my character. But, uh, yeah, you know, there we had a good time. I like being, I like turrets. It's my favorite thing about heroes so far. I like turrets. That's the only reason I kept playing uh, Brainfart. Colin? Yeah. What's the game? What 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 are what? That I played only because there were turrets in it. I have no idea. I'm in watching. the orange box. Help, help. Oh, Team Fortress yes! 2. Yes. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> Bad brain fart. Team Fortress 2. Not my kind of game, but I played it because I could put up turrets and I was terrible. Anyway, I love turrets. That's my takeaway from League of Legends. Okay, well what was your takeaway from Heroes of the Storm? It is, it's like a popcorn game. Like, I don't have to take it very seriously. It won't take very long. The objectives are stupid, but whatever. Just sort of fuck around and punch people and then leave, you know? Like, I don't feel bad when we lose. I don't feel good when we win, either. It's just like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. And there are times when that's perfect. And we both have friends who we'd like to play games with who don't want to play Dota for reasons that I completely understand. And it's like, well, then let's play Heroes. Fuck it. We'll stomp around. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's, like, there's some cool hero design stuff in there. Um, like, Well, yeah, there's a guy who has <laughs> turrets, so, I'm, of course, Emily was excited. Um, there's, like, there's Cho'Gall, which we have played some of, which is, like... That's a hoot. He's a two-headed ogre. Not like Ogre Magi, because he is two heroes in one. Two people, like, one person has to pick Cho, and one person has to pick Gaul. And so it's, like, two characters stuck into one body, and one person moves and casts some spells, and the other person casts better spells. 
if you love Double Dash, consider Cho'Gall. Yeah, that's that's a fair way of putting it. He is he is the Double Dash of of MOBA. Um, and you know, like I also got like I played a game as Arthas, who I haven't played as in a long time, and he just has an aura he turns on and off, and while it's on, it burns his mana, but everyone around him takes damage and has a stacking slow on them. Hmm. And it's just like, no, come, stay. And it's really fun. <laughs> I, I I like people who are like, no, come, stay. I don't know if you've known that about me. Well, and I think one of the worst things about Heroes of the Storm is that you can't see what your team is picking. I mean, we party up, so that helps. But I've played solo queue. So, like, I don't remember the hero's name. There's one sort of shaman character who mostly just throws insects and undead at people, right? Mm-hmm. And you really need a specific, like, I really needed to be with, like, a melee kind of tanky guy. Or just someone else who could take some damage, you know? Because all mm-hmm. I can do is throw bugs. And that's a great accessory to someone else. But, like, on my own, I just ate it. So mm-hmm. it bothers me that you can't see the rest of your team. That's, I don't understand why that is. It mm. also, like, it one of its main features is that it has a bunch of different maps. And it's really a bummer that you pick your hero not knowing what map you're going to. Yeah, well, that one I almost understand better, because, like, that stops new players from being as boned when they're playing against people who've played a lot more, you know? That's true. On the other hand, we played one map that I don't remember what it's called, but it's the one where... Infernal Shrines or something like that? Jeez Louise! Like, there's an angel and a demon, and if you don't win that first fight, it's over. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like in like after like what like three minutes or something, a big angel and a big demon spawn in the middle of the map, and they're like, "Come help me win against this other guy," and you try to do that, and whoever actually wins, it's like, "Okay, well, whoever did that is going to win the entire match." Four and a half minutes in, we lost the game. Like, no question, lost the game. They had like they did like a push with their angel, who would just like murder any player who came near him. And uh, by the end of that, they had a three-level advantage on us when we were even when they got the angel. And they'd like, taken okay. two and a half lanes. Or yeah, two and a half was... uh, towers in our lane. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was just super, super over. Um, and that was a bummer. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't, like, yeah. I don't... The map design, I think, is, is pretty bad. I think the ones that I, like, the way you put it was, like, the ones you least dislike are like the um the one with like the raven tribute the raven, like the lord, raven lord yeah yeah where like you get three of this artifact and then all the enemy creeps are down to one hp and their towers stop shooting for a little while so you can push um and then i found the uh the pirate one was okay um because it's just like oh collect coins and give them to this pirate guy and he'll shoot some cannons it's like okay that's fine whatever one of my other least favorites is there's one in which the the thrones are immune to any damage except through the bullshit like yeah, condition. the bell towers one yeah that's awful that one's the worst second worst true second worst because <laughs> you can make mount comebacks in that one but boy so I really feel like that map design doesn't do them any favors. I appreciate the idea of having different maps, but it turns out Dota's gotten by with one map for a very long time, and it works out okay. Well, and I get that they're trying to stand out, and they're trying to stand out from Dota, they're trying to fill a different niche, and I can see that the different map design helps to keep it helps to keep experience from being as much of an advantage, you know? Like, it slows mm-hmm. that curve down a little bit. 
But yeah, some of the maps are just so bad. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But back in the world of Dota. Navi! Navi might be back. It turns out I'm never going to get to a point where they can't hurt me. I still care. I have said on this podcast before, Navi is not back and Mavi will never be back. And, uh, okay, listen, let's talk about (laughs) this logically, right? Let's use some reason here. Their current lineup is General, Ditya Ra, Dendi, Soneko, Artstyle. Soneko was never the problem, right? Except for the fact that he is drafting for them now, and there was a period of him being bad at drafting, and he's figuring it out. And good on him. That's Soneko. Art style came back to Navi after not having played Dota for, like, what, two years or something? So, of course, he had a rough adjustment period. Yeah. His adjustment period seems like it's over. He's playing well now. General is a fantastic offlaner, and he's replacing Funic, who had clearly lost his touch. Yeah. Ditya Ra is an amazing carry, and he is replacing... Havost, who I don't know if he'd lost his touch, but he'd certainly let his ego get in the way of everything he ever did. And then Dendi is just a really morale-based player, and when the team is doing badly, he does badly, and when the team is doing well, he does well. And the team's doing well, so he's doing well. Very well, in fact. Yeah, those I've got a weakness for those emotional teams, as you know. Yeah, I do know. Um, so, I don't know. Like, it's it's been really exciting to see them play again and play some just really solid, smart Dota. I watched a play where uh, Ditya Ra, like, was holding off a push against their Ancient um, against a Gyrocopter who had Aegis. But the Gyrocopter was out of mana and had, had like, I don't know, 30% health. Mm-hmm. And... Because he was out of mana, he couldn't do anything to stop his nature's prophet from just sprouting and harassing him over and over. But if he killed him, he would have respawned, of course, with full mana and just murdered Ditya Ra. So Ditya Ra just kited him for like a full 45 seconds until the Aegis timed out and then killed him. That's it was fucking a, genius. It was beautiful. Um, they're just, you know, I've seen Dendi play a Wind Ranger where he ends the game like 17 and 1. I've seen just some really, really respectable play from that entire team. Art style getting his Enchantress and just, you know, doing the Ags, Dragonlance. He he started rushing, like, he started going Dragonlance, then Aghanims, then Monkey King Bar. Like, built no tank at all. Just like, fuck you, die. <laughs> <laughs> and it was incredible to watch. So there's just been some really amazing play from them. But... 6.87 is never coming. And I don't care. You know what? This is a great patch. I'm happy. I don't understand why all you Redditors are freaking out about this. This has been a great patch. Okay, so first of all, just the most basic point, which is they need to add a compendium because they've got a tournament that should start its qualifiers in seven days. They don't have to do a compendium. They're going to do a compendium. It would look really weird if they didn't. They're and also definitely they need... going to, but they don't and also, they need money to fund the tournament. Like, they don't need money to fund the tournament, but, like, you know, they could run tournaments for free for several years before it was a financial issue for them. But they're a company and they're not idiots. They're going to sell a compendium. 
So they should have a big patch that adds that, right? Also, they have set a trend so far of not having tournaments be run on the same patch several times in a row. Yeah, I can see why. And it would be weird to change that now. Maybe they're going to change it anyway. Um, and also just like the the last compendium had teasers about the release of, of Pit Lord. So you should probably do that. Eh. I don't know. And also just like... I'm ready to see OD be a little less dominant. I'm ready to see a lot less Invoker. I'm ready to see a little change. That's legit. But, also, like, this has been, like, one of the best metas I've been around for, right? Like, I don't know, last time, I think we had, like, the 6.84 to 6.85, which was hilarious that it was a numbered patch, given how little they changed. Um, But, I remember saying back then that I was, like, you know, sad to see this meta go, because it's really fantastic, right? But I don't want to give the impression that I'm always like, well, every every patch that is the current patch is the best patch ever, right? I was there for six point eight three. I'm not an idiot. There have been bad patches. There have been some. There have been some rough ones, and six point eight six has been really fantastic. And the meta heroes, like, okay, Invoker as a meta hero, like the guy who has a million spells and is hard, is kind of hard to play well and has a lot of crazy tricks. You could do a lot worse than that. Od, who is okay. Maybe this is just personal taste, but I think that guy's really cool. He is pretty cool. Like, I don't know. I feel like if he's... Like, he's not as overpowered as Sniper was, or Troll was. But if they are the Sniper and Troll of this patch, then we did okay, right? Yeah, and yeah. I... Like, Sniper is sort of a perpetual pick because he's so simple. So to see OD come back into play after being neglected for a long time. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, like who? Okay, pick three heroes for the next meta. Oh man, the three OP heroes for the next meta. And this is to be clear, this is not like what do you think it will be because that's silly to even try to predict without seeing patch notes. But what like what would excite you to Bat see? Batrider. Like, oh, okay, sure, I should have seen that one coming. I mean, <laughs> Batrider is doing pretty well right now. Not well enough, my friend. Okay. I'm gonna want to hear yours, of course. Sure. I have one pick, but if I say it, you'll yell at me, so I'll think of two different ones. Visage, okay. you know? I'd like to see Visage be a little OP. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, he's hovered near. You know, he's been viable. No, fuck it. Kick him over the top. And now I have to pick someone who doesn't fly, just so I don't seem like a pro batwing racist. Sorry, this is bad radio, but I'm genuinely thinking about this. Who would I like to see? I mean, it's only bad radio because you said that, so now I can't cut out the gap. No! You you could cut out me (laughs) saying that it's bad radio. I could. That's true. This is all good material right You could cut out anything I've ever said. I tend not to. On the radio. I mean, really stalling for time. (laughs) Well, most of the heroes I care about are doing okay. Like, I want to say Omni Knight, and if I say Omni Knight, you're going to hit me in the head with something. Do you want to say techies? I mean, like, I don't know, you like techies. I don't want him to get OP, though, because then they'll just nerf the shit out of him again, and that was sad. He's had his OP day in the sun, you know? Sure. I'm going to sure. say Spirit Breaker. He's viable now, but, you know, 
OP? Sounds great. He'd make my life absolute hell. But I love the hero. How about you? What are your three? Okay, so I'm going to say Pugna. Mm, yeah! How did I not say Pugna? A Pugna meta would be really fun. Uh, I am going to say... Uh, Phantom Assassin needs her time. Phantom Assassin needs some love. I can't give her that love. And I will actually want to talk about that in a minute. Um, And then I will say... Timbersaw. I want to see Timbersaw back. No, you know what? Screw that. Brewmaster. Brewmaster's Good Brewmaster great. Yeah! play is so fun. All right. I like your list. So, let's talk about the thing I just said and forgot. Oh, no. A Phantom Assassin. Okay. Eh. Emily. Eh. Why are you aing? I don't give a shit about Phantom Assassin. Why not? Why not? I've never seen her played interestingly. Don't you think that's a problem? I think it may be a problem of design rather than a problem of execution. You are going right into my trap? I don't know. Perfect! Yes. I think she needs a rework. I agree. I think Blur is one of the most, like... There is probably... You could probably, if you did the math, you could draw a line in MMR where Blur stops mattering. I thought you were going to use the word asinine because... I mean, there's a point at like, and I'm not just talking about the dodge chance, though that does stomp noobs because they tend to not buy MKBs because they're stubborn, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, but my agonims. Like, get an MKB, don't be an idiot. Um, I'm talking specifically about the minimap disappearance because there is a point at MMR where people just have the map awareness where that doesn't do shit anymore. And I'm not at that point myself, for the record. I'm not claiming I am, but like. But you know what's out there. Lower down, there are people that's just sort of like, oh, top tower is being pushed. And they glance at the minimap, and they're like, oh, but there's no one there. It's fine. And then the tower goes down. They're like, what? And they're like, oh, sorcery! Assassin. Crap! Or, or, or they don't even figure that out. Yeah. Um, but, like, in a pro match, they know where she is at all times. Blur never does a single thing. Hmm. Right? And also at higher MMRs, too. So that mechanic is, like, her, her dodge chance is countered by an item. Which is fine, but the other part of it is just that it doesn't help you higher up. Yeah. Um, I think daggers mechanics are really weird at this point with like the like having it having some proc stuff. Like one time I was playing Enigma and I did a black hole, mm-hmm. and I caught four members of the team. I didn't catch PA, and PA threw a dagger and then blinked up to me to attack with her phantom strike, and she got caught in the black hole too. And then her dagger hit me and stunned me. Because she had a basher. And that's not necessarily a problem, but that's a really weird mechanic. Um, And I feel like it was an attempt to keep her relevant, and it doesn't really work. I just, I think she needs some changes to make her more interesting and more viable at higher skill levels. Yeah, right. You're saying the new outfit was not enough. I mean, new outfit's pretty cool. Which one do you mean? I'm do you mean the sure. latest one in the chest? I thought you meant the Arcana. I think I did mean the Arcana. Okay. 
you probably started playing Dota after the Arcana was added, right? Yeah, but I've seen without it. Like, whoa, who's that weird lady? All right, that's fair. Okay, so... I don't know, I just, I really wish 6.87 had come out so we could talk about that. We can't. can't. It's a bummer for me. Um, I don't know, do you want to talk about your, uh, your fanfiction corner news? (laughs) Yeah, so, there's no fanfiction corner this week, not because I didn't give it a try. I read two in a row that I expected to be somewhat adult. They both turned out to be rape, and then she's super into it rape, and one of them was a character with an actual animal, not a character animal, and one of them was somebody getting raped by Tidehunter's Ravage, and I just, I just couldn't go any further. I'm sorry, guys. Next time, I'll, I'll start lower down, but like, I just had to stop after that. So, mm-hmm. sorry, more next time, but yikes. Yikes. Yeah. So I'm sorry. We'll come up with with more for next time. I'll I'll scramp like there was a moment as I was working on the patch notes this week where I realized like unless six point eight seven comes out, we're just not going to have anything to talk about. It's been quiet. Um, and we'll we'll make sure that we have something for next time, whether there is a patch or not. I'll write my own fan fiction. Damn it! But for this week, I think that's all from us. I think you're so. right. Thanks everybody for joining us. If you want to send us any questions or comments or stories of yours or whatever. You can send them to bottlecoolpodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, if you've got a good one, we'll read it on the podcast. Um, you can also contact, contact us at Twitter at, at @bottlecrow. We are a member of the Scanline Media family at scanlinemedia.com, where you can read video games criticism and also other podcasts and videos we do there. Um, and if you wanted to chip in and help us cover more games, you could go to patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. Any money that you give us will go towards new software or hardware. None of it goes into people's pockets. And uh, big thanks to Reddit user Pomodi for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which we use as our intro and outro. And you can also get in-game in Dota 2. It's fantastic. I recommend it. And uh, thanks, everybody. I guess we'll see you next week. Bye. Two weeks. Two weeks. It's always two weeks. <laughs> always two weeks. But in two weeks, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. We're back Woo. real quick. Uh, we want to... We had one more topic we wanted to discuss real quick. I wanted to talk about Jungle Legion Commander. The do's and don'ts. It's all don'ts. Well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, Emily, do you run into Jungle Legion Commander much? I do. Even at my MMR, I run into plenty of Jungle Legion Commander. And how does that go? (laughs) I want to say on our team badly, on their team great, but usually badly. So here's the thing about Jungle Legion Commander. I think it is literally the easiest way to get farm in Dota 2. Because you put your point into your counterattack, your moment of courage, and then you click A, and you click on the ground near camp, and then you read a book, and 30 seconds later the camp is dead or whatever, and then you click on the next one, right? Perfect. If you do the math, it is unbelievably so slow farming. But you are getting gold and experience with basically no skill required on your part. Shit, I should play Jungle Legion Commander. Really low down, it can actually be a valid thing. Really low down. Once you have four digits, and probably even before then, you need to knock it the hell off. Because 
If you have that much MMR, if you have 1,000 MMR, you should be skill enough, skilled enough to do something else. You will get farmed faster, you will be of more use to your team, and you will not be adding one more carry to a team that already probably has two, if not three carries. What about your book? Please fucking stop. I have had, like, at my MMR, you said at your level, like, if my team has it, we lose. If their team has it, Mm-hmm. They win. In my MMR, whoever has it loses. Pretty much every time. And, you know, there are exceptions, of course. There are exceptions to anything. That doesn't that doesn't do anything about the overwhelming amount of data that says, don't fucking do this. Is this right? like a necrophos problem? It's like a necrophos problem. And it's not like, it's more valid than Ancient's necrophos, mm-hmm. to be certain. But it is a very similar idea. It appeals to people because it's like, oh, hey, I can't possibly fuck this up. It's like, well, I mean, someone could gank you, but you're basically correct. You basically can't possibly fuck this up. But also, you're not getting anything done. It makes me especially mad because I like Legion Commander a lot. She was the first hero I really enjoyed. She's pretty great. At... And I hope that this doesn't mean people stop playing her, because she's great. Oh, one other thing. If you're playing Juggle Legion Commander, and then you're like, okay, let me get recommended items, <laughs> stop. That is, her recommended items are bad. And let me just, real quick, set this up for you. You have an ability called Duel that makes the other person fight you. Your moment of courage, which is the ability you're taking to jungle, means when people hit you, you automatically get to hit them back for free sometimes, which is free damage. Don't take a basher. You want them to hit you. If you have a basher, you're stunning them during your duel so they don't get to hit you, so you don't get to attack them as much, and they survive the duel. That sounds Stop bad. It. It's bad. Get blade mail. Blade mail's great. Blade mail and duel, wonderful. Anyway. That's my brief rant. Thank you for sticking through it with me, Emily. Of course. Jungle Legion Commander is bad. We'll see you guys later.